You are listening to the forecast from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Something inside me has always been there. Then I was awake. Let the past die. Kill it. If you have to. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. We are the spark. Welcome to The Forecast. The Forecast is the official podcast of Four Fields of Enfield Road. We are at www.foresite, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E dot com, a great international community of Reds. I'm your host, Joe. Thank you for joining us on this show. And, 
And with me on this show with the eye of the tiger are three guests. Say hi, Amir. Hello, everyone. Hi, Amir. Say hi, Rithwick. Hi, everyone. And say hi, newcomer to the show, first time, Kaushik. Hey, guys. Hey, all. So guys, that was uh, very much of a Star Wars <laughs> introduction mixed with a little bit of Service to one at the end. So it's kind of a mashup of movies, but <laughs> but um, I think in that little bit of trailer, that if you if you were wondering, that is actually the trailer for the Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and um, the movie that's coming out in Christmas. And I think in that short um, a little burst. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's about Star Wars or it's about Liverpool, to be honest with you. There was, uh, you know, uh, uncertainty, betrayal, deception, uh, p- great power, great responsibility, looking for someone to teach them, blah, 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 and not fulfilling the destiny, etc., etc., etc. So welcome to this particular episode of Forecast titled Scum Wars, A New Hope. And uh, in keeping with the Star Wars related theme, um, I've given um, each of my guests a list of phrases that they they need to use. Um, if you've watched um, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's a great comedy show. If you haven't watched it, Google it on YouTube. It's fantastic. Um, it's It's got um, uh, basically... Uh, uh, so they've, I've given them a list of 14 words. Each of these guys have 14 words. Okay, they're basically phrases or words that you've heard in uh, Star Wars. And... Um, so throughout this entire episode, they are meant to choose six of those words from their list and they're meant to use it. I don't know how they will use it, but they will use it. So just, you know, have a seat and uh, enjoy yourselves. This, I, I think this will be quite a funny, funny show. Okay. Can I just start? Yes, go ahead. I'll use it. And that was that always pass on what you have learned. And Sturridge has passed off his injuries straight to Mane. And he's out right now. Oh my God. Let's, That's the recent breaking news. Yeah. Okay. Um, let, let's let's um, let's talk about that. Um, you know, international break. The curse of international break has uh, struck again. Uh, if you don't know, um, we've been dealt a huge blow uh, just before days of the visit of our arch rivals, Manchester United. After Sadio Mane was ruled out for six weeks, six weeks with a hamstring injury. So he was actually injured, obviously, while inter- on international duty with Senegal. Um, is Could this have come at a worse time for Klopp then, Amir? Uh, probably not. Uh, uh, and it just goes to show how bad this, uh, the timing of international breaks are, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't have any words right now because, like me, everyone must be feeling absolutely down right now. Every other Liverpool fan such a big game on the horizon plus uh, Spurs next week and then crucial Champions League fixture as yeah, well yeah. and you know Mane is out for like nine games or something till December oh man I mean it couldn't have <laughs> come at a worse time uh, such a crucial player and plus a strategy of form Salah takes like 50 chances to score and probably Coutinho is just the only one who's on form uh, in our attack, uh, as an attacking threat so yeah I'm a bit worried but What I don't understand, what I don't understand though, Amir, is that he was playing for Senegal um, in in their World Cup uh, uh, qualifying game against Cape Verde, Cape Verde Islands. I mean, 
I don't know from a footballing sense if they're any better than the Canary Islands, but he was substituted in that game on the 89th minute. 89 minutes of Senegal's 2-0 victory over Cape Verde Islands. Okay, Sadio Mane apparently needed to play 89 minutes of that game before being substituted. It, it doesn't seem to, seem to, 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 to make sense. Rithwig, how, how much would we miss Sadio? Uh, I think a lot, a lot. I think he's by far our best player. You think so? This season? Uh, Rith- Hello, are you there? Yeah. yeah, 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 I'm here. I think Sadio Mane is our best player. He's been consistent as well throughout the last season and we already seen how badly we missed him last season when he went for the African Cup of Nations. Okay. And, uh, and seeing that Manchester United is very much, Manchester United game is very much on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Sadio Mane is going to be a very big miss. Uh, I, I've been getting messages from Manchester United fans, you know, before a few minutes saying that Liverpool are out, Liverpool are going to lose, you know, kind of very irritating messages. Well, they will look, they will look for any little thing to, to um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, just put one in to Liverpool fans, uh, but okay. Um, okay. Kaushik, uh, uh, he scored, Salah has scored, it's uh, not Salah, but uh, how many goals has Mane scored anyway? Uh, Mane's got three so far. Three so far. Um, yeah. So we've talked about everything being the worst. <laughs> we, do, we tend to do this on our show. Like everything's the worst and everything's not as good, not as bad as you think. So we just covered that everything's the worst. Yeah. The fact that he's injured. Um, try, try very much to think, to look at it from everything is not as bad as we think perspective. Um, will we miss him as much as um, what Amir and um, uh, Rithwik are saying? Definitely going to miss him. I mean, there's no two things about it. Okay. I mean, it's it's Sadio Mane. Yeah. So the thing is, what we can look at right now is uh, Oxley Chamberlain. We've got him for like forty odd million. Mm-hmm. So we can try and get him into the fray as well. And mm-hmm. uh, if not, you know, we can just uh, slot Inio into Mane's position. Mm-hmm. Bring bring on Chan, so we can have like a, a midfield trio of Chan, Henderson, Wijnaldum. I mean, against United, we need a defensive setup. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think this this should do well, you know, a 4-3-3 with Chan, Henderson and Wijnaldum at the middle and uh, Coutinho on his left side, Firmino on the centre forward and Salah on the right. I think this should do well. Okay, okay, you you yeah you kind of revealed some of a lineup there, but uh, we'll we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Um, just reading the by the way, guys, don't forget about your Star Wars lines, okay? <laughs> Damn it, Joe! So Han Han Amir Solo is is first out of the door with his you know always pass on what you have learned. So uh, so it's now left to Rithwick the Ewok and Princess Kaushik Leia to come up with the rest of the lines as well. Uh, just looking through the story um, uh, on on uh, foresight. Uh, Clam Jamfree says it will be fine. Ox will step up. Joe Live says was having such a good day and now I'm fucking seething. Scum game is still a must win though due to our average performances lately. So can they? So there can be absolutely no excuses. Um, and Red Neve says, well, let's put a tin hat on it. We're fucked. So <laughs> that's the general. That's the general sentiment. Okay, we don't have. So basically, him. our whole fan base is down. Yeah. 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 Um. One guy who isn't down, though, is Mo Salah, whose penalty kick has sent Egypt to the World Cup for the first time since 1990. So he's no longer the prince of Egypt. He's the king of Egypt now. Is he the greatest footballer that Egypt have ever produced? 
Yeah, most probably. I think I think he's been. Yeah, only other one member is Mido. Mido, yeah. I mean, yeah, Salah's the one with the force, you know. With the, <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> see what I did well, there, Joe? Yeah, mm, not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. Okay, okay. Is that your line, though? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, okay. Mm. What did you say? He's the one with the force. He's the one with the force. Okay, okay, okay. Not bad, not bad. Okay, kudos, kudos. Okay, any more to that? <laughs> But I, I think uh, I mean, if you guys, yeah, if you guys caught the you know the recent interview that uh, someone had asked Klopp, uh, I mean, someone revealed what Klopp asked Salah, uh-huh. and uh, what happened was uh, Klopp, uh, Klopp was telling Salah that you know, a penalty in the 95th minute, mm-hmm. you have bigger balls than me. Yeah, so, <laughs> this is yeah. the exchange between both of them. I mean, I found that pretty funny. Yeah, Klopp getting all testicular on uh, on Salah, you know. So, does he know they eat testicles in in Egypt? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, that's, right. that's something new we learn every day. Yeah, that's something new. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so he's definitely on a high right now. So, um, you know, if there's one guy that's... Okay, this, yeah, I mean, I mean, we said, yeah, he's taking a lot of chances to score, but he is scoring. He's the guy, he's actually, he's been scoring quite regularly. Uh, he's got 11, 11 goals, right? He's got 11, uh, 11 goals. Yeah, 11 goals. So he is actually um, our top scorer, leading scorer. So far, um, and and he's not going to come up, come down from any highs anytime soon after this, especially after this, um, after this uh, Egypt thing. Um, so let's hope he continues on this fine, uh, fine run of form. Um, I tweeted this at, I tweeted a couple of days ago, and I say, is there any way to make f- friends with as many Eg- Egyptian LFC fans as possible because they're fucking, fucking awesome. Uh, got quite a lot. Of, I think I got a lot of uh, Egyptian fans on the on the Twitter right now. There's only one problem though. I don't fucking understand what they're typing in Twitter. It's all in this funny. It's in Arabic, so yeah, exactly. You, know, you have to uh, use Google Translate to understand what they're actually trying to say. Yeah, I'm just thinking that they're scolding me or something, you know. <laughs> 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 okay, bad joke. Oh, but we, we need him. We need him right now. Uh, you know, his goals, uh, with Sturridge out of form, Firmino, you know, jade, looks, looking jaded. Yep. We need Coutinho and Salah to hit top form against United. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think the fact that he's quite a direct um, runner, um, his directness will be uh, an asset to us, wouldn't it, for this game against the Scum? Rithwik? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, because you know, uh, there, as I mentioned in the last podcast, their wingers likes to get forward very much. Valencia, beat Valencia, or beat, you know, I think most probably daily Blint's gonna start a left back role. Mm-hmm. They, they'd like to get forward pretty much, and there will be spaces available up front. So a long ball from Henderson, and I think Salah's gonna beat their the opposition with pace. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 would definitely um, that definitely helps. Let let's let's hope that he doesn't need twenty chances before he puts one in the back of the net because we have to be deadly against people like yeah. teams like like Manchester United or any of the top six candidates really. Um, yeah, any chance you're supposed to put it at the back of the net? See the net net, net bulge, right? So okay, so moving on. Um, Adam Lanana has headed to warmer climbs. Um, he's currently in Qatar to speed up recovery from his 
thigh injury at uh, th- not thigh not thigh but thigh injury um yeah otherwise he's in he's in bangkok somewhere but so um he's he's actually been stepping up his re- recovery at melwood uh, but um obviously the club now decided to send him to the middle east and i think he's quite i'm not sure how near this report suggests well the sky sports report uh, suggests that he's near a return to first team football um i'm not so sure about near i mean he still has to get fit first and then he still has to play some football and then first team football but just how much have we missed um adam lalana amir i was just about to call you han but <laughs> but um, how much have we... but, uh, yeah, obviously we, we are missing him uh, his energy you know uh, you can see you no know, handles or does uh, does the running but you know it's just it's a tactical side of the things that lalana is very good at mm-hmm. uh, at pressing and you know uh, herring defenders and midfielders he's so good at it uh, we're definitely missing, uh, missing his uh, you know energy in that middle of the park you know if henderson tries to you know get into his position then he exposes our back four mm. so he can't go much further and lalana does that dirty work because even coutinho uh, you know he he isn't a good presser yeah. lalana is and we miss that uh, yeah but, and I, i think i heard uh, somewhere around october 28th or november 5th that there was a timeline given you know of to his uh, return so maybe maybe uh, but you know now with mane out i really hope that he comes back fast to return meaning what what to me return what does the return mean training in training not in training, okay. not in matches yeah it in training yeah, yeah that's not soon though but on the on the plus side on the plus side i think if we would mark it on a calendar i think it probably come back towards what is traditionally seen as um you know the crux of all um uh, the the crux period of the premier league season which is basically the the the, the middle of the season and, and 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 all the festive games um and you know how how important i mean i mean we've watching been watching this league for a long time right so you know that a lot of times the the momentum shifts tend to happen around this november december january periods so if he comes back in that time um that 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 could that could help a, a lot uh, wouldn't it kaushik uh, definitely i think i mean uh if we have uh, lalana i think lalana and mane will be coming back around the same time mm-hmm. i mean give out give us like give us yeah. a week and i like i think he, he is the father of the press in liverpool i mean there's there's no two things about, like to say about it i mean we don't have a better presser i mean hendo tries mm-hmm. and when he tries he goes out of position he exposes the defenders mm-hmm. i mean and lovren as well you know the whole uh, pills saga is going on and people are feeling bad that he's going through all this mm-hmm. i mean thing is when lalana comes back and uh, i think jini should you know hit the bench when lalana is back mm-hmm. and it'll really put some balance into the team okay so you think that there's currently a lack of balance without adam lalana in the team yeah definitely i mean there's there's no creativity in the middle as such give you know given uh, henderson and vinaldum they're not creative henderson the first chance he gets he's looking sideways and not forwards okay. and even when he puts it forward uh, you know like if you accept a long ball to sala i mean when hendo puts a long ball it's a goal kick and it's not going to sala mm 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 okay. that, that uh, if yeah. you were to sit down someone 
in the current teams that uh, general team selection that that uh, club uh, sends out who will be the one person that you would sit down to make space for lalana when all the when all the banta forda just slightly weaving in there <laughs> the ewok <laughs> okay that was a good entry <laughs> no not really <laughs> but still quite funny Um okay uh Banta for the so obviously uh Ginny uh, has not um you're not really enamored to 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 Ginny's performances this uh, thus far uh uh Rithvik No uh, I mentioned this in the last podcast as well uh, Ginny's been consistently inconsistent to be honest apart from that Arsenal game I think he hasn't performed up to the regular standards or up to what we actually expect of him mm. he's, he's very slow on the ball first of all mm-hmm. he doesn't contribute much to the attack he's he's he, been he did quite well last season didn't he yeah, okay yeah. i have to be honest he with did. you when when he first um when he first came in right um i think in the first 5 6 games i was a little bit confused because i was thinking to myself what exactly does he do um it is because he falls into that category where you know he does a lot of stuff that is like um not doesn't necessarily catch the eye um you have to watch the game maybe a, another t- a, a second time then oh okay yeah i get it now yeah he's important right but the first 5 6 games i was thinking what the hell does this guy do and then later i realized i said oh wow okay yeah that's important but of course putting aside the fact of his home thing and his away thing and all of that okay so what do you think he's not doing thus far this season with week uh i think he is a bit confused of his role actually he's been put more deeper he's been pushed into a more deeper role by jurgen mm. so far this season and i think he's struggling to get that right on right on his mind the last season he used to go forward you know he used to get into the box Okay. and you, you know he got his fair share of goals as well very important ones and at the right time as well mm. uh, last season i think in the chelsea game at at anfield like i guess it was at anfield was the 2-1 uh, 2-1 result at anfield the early season game last season uh say so uh, yeah, uh, we went to stamford bridge first okay 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 that yeah. game i think he sat he sat deep he sat deep in that game and i he performed very well in that game uh-huh. so that exactly shows how good he is he is defensively as well but mm-hmm. so far hasn't been showing that pretty much i he is usually the one who steps up in home games and uh lags pretty much lags very much behind in the away games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but so far this season he hasn't been good even in home games as well okay. apart from the national game okay 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 um you, you some things that you touched there and it's just leading up to another point there um Gareth Southgate um says you know said that he feels Lalana is is a, a super critical player for him because he described him as a key link um player for England he said that in my year in charge Adam Lalana has been our best player and we've not had him for the last um uh 3 3 matches 3 games yeah, yeah 3 games and you know amir we were, we were we were having a discussion 
um, on the on the article on the website as well, um, and this very good piece written by Vez. Do Liverpool need a formation change? And you know, he 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 tries to answer the question that if a change in formation be the quickest way to solve some of Liverpool's current problems, and the the current problems are basically being tied at the back and then putting away our chances. So it's really at the at at, at, at mostly at the both extreme ends. But at the same time, the funny thing is that the, the thing that's linking these two things is actually this, the cog in the center, right? Um, so in this, in this article, so you, you, listeners, uh, if you haven't, uh, you go to the website, uh, foresight.com, uh, look for this article, Do Liverpool Need a Formation Change? It's a great article, and then chime in with your thoughts in the, in the, in the comment section below. Um, I mean, we said, uh, let me just scroll down. He said, okay. Um, he said, although we lack specialists, look at all the top sides, uh, Shabs with Kante, Bakoyoko, Scums with uh, Matic, Herrera, City, Fernandinho, Spurs with Dyer, Wanyama. We can talk about centre-backs all day long, but I'd rather talk about the shield in front of the back four. Formation change or not, if we don't have competent central defensive midfielders and we aren't going anywhere. Uh, so basically, you, you, you're putting the punt for the fact that we don't have a... Uh, defensive. Um, uh, it's more about personal uh, than yeah. uh, you know formation for me. But it's a yeah. It, as you said, it's a very good article by Wes, and uh, I actually agree with uh, most of the points. Uh, and may- maybe uh, you know formation change might uh, improve us. But mm. personally, for me, it's all about the personal. And as I said, you you look at all the top uh, top five, top six teams up there. Mm. They all have you know a very good, very very good. You know, core of uh, you know they they have a very good core, mm. uh, right from goalkeeper to centre backs to uh, central defensive midfielder, and mm. uh, you know we are lacking in every department right now. You know mm. we can praise Mix because he has improved, uh, yeah. but you know is he on the level of Deji, Courtois, uh, Loris? I don't think so. Yeah. You can praise Matip and Lovren, but is yeah. he on the level of uh, you know? Uh, Aspirators and uh, Rojo and uh, Bailey, I don't think he's on their level. Then you look, take a look at Hendo and Chan. Are they doing yeah. uh, as good a job as uh, Matic yeah. and Vanyamas and uh, you know every other central defensive midfielder in top five? I don't think so. So that that's where the problem lies. It, it's it's with the personnel. Yeah. And Klopp chose not to. You know he went with Salah. He mm-hmm. went with Solanke uh, and he brought in Robertson, which he is playing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he absolutely ignored those areas, mm-hmm. and now you know we just we just you know we were we were joking about it that uh, we will need to just outscore uh, every team in every game. Mm-hmm. But what happens when we stop scoring? And that's exactly what we are going through right now. Mm-hmm. We aren't scoring goals, but you know uh, defensively we are still shit, mm-hmm. uh, like last season, like season before, like season before, like season before. Mm-hmm. So we you know we didn't uh, he didn't. Uh, Yeah. Someone was saying, no, but uh, no one, uh, you know, he didn't address the main thing, and uh, that for me was personal, not formation. Uh, he, you know, it worked last year, you know, uh, last last year we uh, made two finals, so he took the squad where he could take, you know, he got the best out of them, and that was it. He took them, to, uh, that was our peak, yeah. and now we are slowly going down, and that's because of our defensive formation and strategy and tactics. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's about personal, not about formation. So are you are you are you are you, are you saying we're doomed? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that you've got a bad feeling about this, Amir? Uh, uh, 
I my brain says so. uh, my heart says that we are going to thump uh, United, but my brain says that no, no, mate. Our defense is not your brain, meaning your laser brain. I yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm using I'm all your lines. <laughs> at that point is for Henderson. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh I God. find your lack of oh faith man. disturbing. Come on, come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that's oh that's I, terrible. I think I just need to like add to what Amir said. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, at uh, you know Pochettino when he got uh, Lovren and Vanyama, mm-hmm. uh, the you know the thing which like stood out from Lovren was Vanyama was there for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't we don't have a Vanyama esque player in Hendo. I mean, Hendo tries. He pulls out performances here and there. I mean. Uh, one out of like every three, three or four games he performs well and then yeah. he pulls it all together down. Yeah. It's, it's pretty disturbing, you know. I mean, when that's that's part of the reason why Lovren, you know, stands out so much like a sore thumb. Okay. Because, you know, we don't have a specialist in headers for, as a number six. I mean, uh, Emery tried playing number six, mm-hmm. I think, in the Leicester game. Yeah. He wasn't too bad, actually. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, he's, he's again, not a specialist. I mean, he wants Correct. to attack. That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's... And, and and people would also say that tr- trying to put Henderson further backwards kind of you know is not the best place for him as well you know he's should be, he should be going further forwards it's the same thing with Steven Gerrard you know in the later part of his career right and I'm thinking okay Rodgers thought okay he'll, he'll, he's you know he's uh, lack of pace now can't do the marauding runs anymore up and down for 90 minutes you know let's pin him further back and then he'll use his tactical uh, his read of the game and his tactical astuteness to, to intercept the balls and, and close down, uh, uh, you know, uh, any kind of play that looks threatening. And it didn't work out that way <laughs> at all. He was quite a crap defensive yeah, shield yeah. Yeah. as well. And this might ruffle some feathers, but he was actually, uh, he was not very good in that role. That not at all, yeah. simple as that. I agree, yeah. yeah, we, we, yeah in that season, we actually outscored every team because we had Suarez in absolutely you know, you go. godlike uh, mode. Yep. So we were outscoring teams. We were not defensively solid. Otherwise, we would have won that league. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard, I heard Brendan say that uh, after a few more years, Stevie would be a very good centre back as well. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> Are you trying to pull a Jedi mind trick on us? Save us yeah, from all this. <laughs> oh God! Oh, thank you, Oda. Okay. Um, Jeez. Okay. Um, okay. One guy we t- just talked about, Emre. Um, Emre. Uh, we need to talk about Emre. Emre. Um, his already uncertain future is now cloud- was clouded further this week when he claimed it was an honor to receive an offer from Juventus last summer while ruling, refusing to rule out the possibility that he could also be playing for Bayern Munich next season. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you've been, you've, been, you've been having this series of tweets where you, know, you, you won't stop tweeting until Amre Chan gets his contract, right? Then yeah. now... And you asked me to stop. <laughs> okay. More and more of this thing is coming to light. More and more of this thing. And then, and then today, I mean, we read Alex Manninger... I mean, did he learn anything when he was at Liverpool? He says that, you know, Ju- Juventus would be smart to sign him. So, what's going on? What's going on with we, Emre? Uh, I actually don't know. And uh, I think it's a good thing you'd ask me to stop. Because, you know... <laughs> oh, God. 
right now we don't know what's happening with him what's happening uh, what's in his head or what's in club's head or what's in the club's you know officials head where is this thing going i mean i just make it clear you know if he isn't signing the contract then you know uh, come out and say that amrekan uh, is going amrechan is going to leave so you know just, just clear something up if he's signing then tell us that he's going to sign in two months or three months time i mean this is now you know what are we going i mean seriously what am i supposed to answer actually what <sighs> i we i i absolutely think he he you know he has to be a you you know you're bringing in keta and you're bring finally bringing some yeah. depth and some quality uh, uh, in our side yeah and then you are letting chan go yeah it doesn't make sense it it absolutely doesn't make sense well, you it, know yeah, yeah, uh, it, you know if we are bringing in goretzka who's uh, out of contract as well from shalke then yeah. it makes sense you uh, are bringing in keta and goretzka yeah but uh, i don't even then it doesn't make sense because we have developed him till now and now we are just letting him go it was a good thing that we uh, hold, held on to coutinho because mm-hmm. he would have gone uh, you know to barcelona and played his you know great years at uh, uh, new camp but okay. th- this does, does, does not make sense man seriously uh, chan has to stay he needs to sign that contract and whatever the differences uh, with the club they need to sort it out let's okay let's look, let's look at this from a di- from another perspective all right let's say um fine emre can go because we have kita okay So say Kita coming in is the direct rep- replacement of for Emrik Can and we can I think we can all agree that Kita is a better player. Can can we Absolutely. Can we say that? Okay. So yeah, okay, yeah. so Kita Kita um is a better player um uh than Emre Emre Can. Okay. Now. So At the same time, I do agree, Amir. What you say, you know, it doesn't make sense to letting both players go because you want to be keeping quality, right? You want to be keeping quality, and um, yep. if you want to be considered as a serious title um, challenger and contender for the arc duration and arc of a season, but say um, there's a swap, who else can play, um, uh, you know, Emre Chan's role or Nabi Kita's role as you know as a bencher? Do we have anyone at all? Ruiz. Rohit, Marco Rohit. He needs he needs a lot more time, no? What do you think? I mean, he's Ooh. not getting first first team football at all. Marco. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read something I think earlier this week where Klopp told uh, Critchley that you know he wants to see Marco playing a lot more in the under 23s. I think he wants to bring him in. I think he wants to now uh, consciously put him on a fast track. to ensure that he starts getting into the into the uh, into the team. He's still very young. I mean you see this this you see this kid he's he's a huge strapping fellow and he's only what 21. Oh, so he's Chan. So he's Chan. He's 23 24 what oh, yeah, is he's right, 23. Yeah, yeah so yeah, 23. Yeah, 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 like his jersey, right? Yeah, 23. Yeah, and uh, you are talking about uh, fast and great what about uh, Wilson? He's rotting in the matter. He's not rotting, but you know, twenty-eight goals last season started this season on fire. Not this role, he should be he should be in the squad instead of someone like you know Milner or Sturridge. Yeah, no, but I mean, we're talking about um, Emre, right? Yeah, so sorry, he's not um, really. Yeah, um, he's yeah. I totally agree with you there, there though. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Harry Wilson fan. Um, so that is another. <laughs> I think I don't need to say how 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 much of a head scratcher that I, I've gone I've gone bald in one side of my head right now. The head scratching when I when yeah I mean when I heard that Harry Wilson could be going out on leave yeah I, I, I on on loan 
Um, yeah, I mean, I totally get the fact that he needs to play more games and that he needs to be in a first team kind of situation and mix around with senior players. Why can't you do that at Liverpool? We've got Ryan Kent out on loan. Uh, we've got Oyo. Uh, God bless him, he's injured now, but he also went out alone. And then you want Wilson out alone. And then, I, I don't know, guys, as far as I know, we only got out of one competition. There's still three competitions left. Uh, okay, let me ask, okay, let me ask Kaushik. Would you send Harry Wilson on loan? Uh, there's an FA Cup coming. I mean, it doesn't make sense. You can just, you know, try him there instead of, you know, one of the first team players, you know, the fixture pileups in... Uh, January, we all know how that hurt us last time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't gamble anymore. Yeah. And I think it, it, it wouldn't be a wise choice to send him out on loan, you know, with already Odigi, Kent. I mean, I Odigi. really loved Kent in the preseason. Yeah. And I really thought he'd get a good League Cup run. And yeah, yeah to see us go down to Leicester is very, very, very disappointing. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, my point still stands. I really don't think he should be going out on loan. Unless maybe some things uh, say, okay, um, even with the three comps, right? Uh, Wilson going out, there's still enough personnel to mitigate. Does that make sense? Kind no, of, not. yeah. Really? I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Alex, you know, Oxley Chamberlain can play a variety mm-hmm. of positions. True. And, uh, you know, with Mane's injury, I, you know, personally feel that he should get a good run out. You know, he should like yep. shut his haters out. Six He's getting a lot of stick, you know. Yeah, six weeks is a good period as well. Six to eight weeks, it's like a nice. Um, okay, hold on. How many? How many games are we playing in the next six weeks, though? Are we playing uh, nine games. I, I, nine. I, I you, you did it. Okay. Like, yeah, Mane is missing nine games. Okay. He's gonna miss. He's gonna miss the Spurs tie as well as the Chelsea match. So, so basically, comps in Champions League, comps in uh, Premier League. Any anything? In, when does the FA Cup start, though? January. January. Yeah, so he will miss some things there as well, right? No, no, no. He's coming back. Oh, coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. November, November mid. So, uh, nine games, you say. Um, that's enough time to for, for, for Oxlade-Chamberlain to justify the price tag or the, the reason that we bought him in the first place. Instead of kicking water bottles, he can kick a ball in anger. Hopefully. I think you'll... you'll, you'll uh, I think that he uh, will go back to his uh, fallback for lineup with Coutinho, Firmino, and Salah up top with Wijnaldum, Chan, and Hando centrally. That will be his standard lineup, I think. He'll go with the safety option rather than try Oxley Chamberlain. That's my thinking. Uh, I, I, I read an article on Metro on Alex Oxley Chamberlain recently, mm-hmm. and on it, it was mentioned that we paid 35 million for Alex Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah. That, that's, that's just 1 million less than our record transfer fee. And, and and Klopp benching him actually. So what for what exactly was Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain brought bought if if all this he's bench right now? Why was he bought? What what was Klopp's purpose of buying? That's okay. Can, can I ask you a question, Joe? Yeah. Yep. Do you think Ox was in panic buy? Hmm. I would say no. You know why? Because if he was a panic buy, we would have also panic bought a central defender. 
but we didn't but we didn't have any targets you know when dyak was the I, I only target so. i i i absolutely refuse to believe that there were not alternative targets it just boggles my mind how can it be how how can it be But that that's the thing no why are we waiting till the window is getting over mm. and we still don't have any alternative we didn't even make a bid for anyone else apart from i think lemar and he's mm. another winger and that was mm. i think uh, if coutinho went then we would have bought in lemar mm. that was it uh, you know oxley chamberlain we just kept hearing it for two days that he's going you know he's going to be a red he's going to be a red and in that final few hours we finally you know matched chelsea's offer uh, and you know if he had chosen he would have gone to chelsea because chelsea had an offer accepted mm. and for mm-hmm. you know before us so i think for me he is a panic buy right now because uh, apart from him we didn't have any other targets to pursue i think um okay I'll, of course we're all speculating right so um with with yeah. with um uh, chambo um i don't think he was panic buy um i think also uh, partially due to the fact that um you know uh klopp has been interested in him for a while now or at least that's what we know um you know he's he's been very impressed with him uh coming back from his performances from arsenal and that in that wing back role um and, and to be fair he he actually put in some good shifts in that in that position as well um so i think klopp had his had his eye on him for some time and and decided to go for him and pay that 40 million but yeah for some reason form has escaped him and he's just being benched right now and and he's not do he's not been all you know it's not been all roses for him if there was any guy that i would think that was a panic buy okay you know who i think it would be, that would have been robertson yeah you know why i say that because because milly probably went to klop he said hey boss <laughs> nice one you put me on left back last season it's all cool i i don't mind doing that but hey you know you know we talked about this when we signed you know and i signed for liverpool and i'm not supposed to be playing them you're supposed to be playing me in midfield right right boss and i was like oh shit uh, <laughs> i need to get a left back and i'm not sure whether moreno finally pulls through right So if anything I think maybe Robertson is the is the panic buy but that that's just my opinion I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah I disagree on that. Yeah. Uh, I think Emerson Palmieri was a first choice uh, left back but he got an he got injured. So I think that's why we went for a- Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, let, let's just move on then. Okay. Um lots of interesting lots of interesting stories here. Jurgen Klopp and the problems with the substitutions. Um so this story again is on for um so there's been a study uh done by this by this uh, it's actually a betting website by the way. Um uh, but this is that when it comes to substitutions, uh Klopp helps secure 10 points fewer than the Premier League leaders over a season according to statistics from this website. Um, uh, and this is coming because uh, Klopp's use of his bench has been criticized recently. We've been seeing late substitutions, um, not having, you know, the substitutions not having enough time, not bringing the right type of personnel on at the right time. Um, and the figures seem to imply or support that when you compare his substitutions to the Premier League's elite um, uh, team. So in this table, um, Klopp is 12th. 12th stand sandwich between Pochettino and Pellegrino two Mauricios by the way so Pochettino and Pellegrino uh, but leading the way in this table was Pep Guardiola 
whose substitutions have secured an extra 14.5 games points per game. And then Conte second, 13.5, then Jose Mourinho uh, at 12. And then, surprise, surprise, Arsene Wenger at fourth. So it seems like strikers are not firing. <laughs> strikers are not firing. Um, uh, Lovren needs painkillers. Uh, and defense is conceding goals. And the manager is not helping anything with his substitutions either with week. Yeah, first of all, Klopp's getting the first team wrong as well. Pretty much, first the, he's pretty much getting the first team wrong as well. For the Man City game, he started Klavan when when he heard that Lovren was injured. We shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have started Klavan there because we know City have a lot of pace, and mm. they they would put long balls in, in especially Kevin De Bruyne and De, David Silva. They are two clever and wonderful players. They would put wonderful balls up front as well. So, starting Klavan was a bad idea because he's pretty much slow. And uh, I think he's put very good performances last season in a few games. But still, he's very slow. And Klopp's been getting the first team selection wrong as well on a lot of occasions. Mm-hmm. And, and on the substitutions, first of all, like you mentioned, he's very much late to make the first search. Make the first substitution, first of all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think his substitutions are quite poor. I think he doesn't... I don't know why he... I'm totally confused with what Jürgen's doing this season. Mm-hmm. The players seems to have less impact in the game. 60 minutes, 70 minutes. And I still can't see any substitution or any movement on the bench. So that's very much irritating. And I think Klopp has to change this very fast. Okay. Klopp has to be more decisive. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, guys, just to remind you again, your Star Wars phrases are still on, okay? So it's, it's yeah, oh, switch off. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, only when I reminded you, but it was a good one. No, no, I was actually. But I, you know, uh, me, me and Kevil uh, on one of the pods were discussing and there was, uh, you know, before Oxford started a game for us, mm-hmm. his uh, combined minutes uh, from the bench were, I think, around Nine or ten minutes in, ah. like four or five games. I'm sorry. Can you? Who are you talking about here again? Yeah, Sturridge. Sturridge. Yeah. Okay. Sturridge. Okay. In the first four or five games, mm-hmm. uh, his combined minutes from the bench was just nine, nine or ten minutes mm-hmm. in four to five games. Okay. I mean, how are you? How do you expect them to make an impact by giving them just two or three minutes in every game, or maybe even ten minutes? But that's not good enough. Ten minutes. How can someone make an impact in ten minutes? And of course, then uh, players like Oxley Chamberlain and Sturridge, they are going to get thrashed because they don't get the time to make an impact. Okay. Right? So, and his substitutions are so late. And uh, in one game, I think it was Lisa or some somewhere, where he made an early serve around 60th minute. Yeah, yeah. We won that game. I, I don't know which game that was uh, recent. It was recently, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it was he made an early, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Leicester, yeah, I think Leicester, yeah. Yeah, maybe, but uh, he made an early sub and uh, there, there was an instant impact. Uh, I think it was Coutinho or Sturridge, who, uh, Sturridge, I think it was, who provided uh, yeah. an assist or something like that. Yeah. But I think, th- I thought that he turned the leaf. But then the next game, it was back to normal and he substituted uh, around 77, 78 minutes. I, as Ritwik said, I don't know what, what is happening with Klopp this season. Mm-hmm. He, he just doesn't have the, uh, or he doesn't trust the squad enough to, you know, uh, bring the bench players on uh, early. 
or maybe he is showing too much of faith in the first 11 when uh, things are not working out i mean we yeah. are, we definitely are playing good football i mean we are you know passing it around nicely we are creating chances we are uh, you know uh, there are 33 34 chances we are uh, making in every game almost yeah uh, it's just the finishing that's letting us down but yeah. still if it's not working then bring so uh, you saw what solanke did against burnley when he came on and he almost won the game hit the bar he he always looks lively, lively. started the same thing uh, i don't know about others uh, chamberlain you know that header that went over in the last game uh, he almost won it as well so there are you know if you give them time to make an impact they will make an impact mm-hmm. but if you give them like 4 5 minutes <laughs> i'm sorry yeah i think amir uh, can can i add on to this uh, i think the fact that you know he makes late changes is because we don't have any direct replacements for our front three you know you take uh, for me you know he's he's an absolute geezer okay he's a move maker jo you see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah, move good, good who's good move point. is Firmino so, milking he's the, a, he's the, the move milker jo you gave me these points don't ask me questions mrs mrs firmino's moves then <laughs> it, it 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 appears that you are to be the main course at a banquet in my honor for it oh god ripping you know your focus determines your reality dear 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 <laughs> they want to finish the dialogue in one take <laughs> Oh, all right, all right. Let me let me get back to my point. So the thing is, you know, we have a front three, and uh, let me take for me. You know, if he's going to sub off for me, you know, and he's going to bring Sturridge on, you know, no, they're like they're not going to offer the same thing. And mm-hmm. Klopp puts his team out, you know, for the majority of the time, thinking that you know his plan is going to work out. And if he brings on Sturridge, the whole plan shattered. Mm-hmm. And he has to like build up a new thing around Sturridge. And uh, I think like that's part of the big reason why you know he doesn't. make early changes because our front three they don't have direct replacements okay oh um uh, what well, i'm surprised is on this on this on the comments is it slow news day must be the international break i'm surprised no one is actually talking about this article because it, there's a paragraph here that caught my eye it says that the figures and we're still still sticking with this jurgen klopp and the problems of substitutions uh, and this uh, data analytic that uh, statistical study that this website has done there's a paragraph here that says the figures were calculated using all matches in Europe's big 5 leagues England Spain Germany Italy and France over the past decade I'll repeat that again over the past decade so this means that Klopp's time at Borussia Dortmund also comes into play give him a total of 309 matches now obviously Klopp has been manager of Dortmund much longer than he has been manager of Liverpool football club and i have asked okay the the other the other team of podcasters so many times last season and i asked this question is this a trend that Jurgen Klopp tends to have late substitutions and stuff like that. So, I've had Christian, I mean obviously Christian is a big follower of, of Dortmund and then followed Klopp then to 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 Liverpool. Says no, he doesn't see it that way, but the statistics are obviously telling a different story. This is obviously a thing that Klopp is facing. The substitutions. So, it's a substitution strategy. But the <laughs> league is also different. The league is more demanding. I mean, Borussia yeah. you can say is easier. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He had, you know, he he had the top two. Absolutely, he made his own squad, and yeah. kudos to him. Yeah. But he had, you know, the second best squad in Germany, and uh, 
you know in around, in two three years he had the best squad for two three years mm-hmm. but he had he right now we don't you tell me are we uh, do we have better squad than united uh, city chelsea spurs i don't think so no as a whole squad maybe no. tottenham maybe tottenham but their first 11 is superior to us yep. but as a squad we are, we may be better but uh, apart from him i think uh, even arsenal so and when you you know put out that stat uh, that guardiola is the first then conte uh, mm-hmm. second mourinho these, these three have spent heavily Mm-hmm. and as koshik said and this all you know the, these points are you know this is like mm-hmm. you know the puzzle that uh, final piece of puzzle that we are talking about mm-hmm. that you know if you spend enough money eventually you are going to have a good squad maybe there will be two or three flops but then if you have bought seven players in there will mm-hmm. be three or four players who will become good squad players mm-hmm. and that's what happened with city that's what happened with chelsea that's what happened with united yeah. they just spent and spent and spent and finally mm-hmm. they have a good first level but years of spending means that they have a good squad now they have good depth and that's why you see that said that they those three are you know top of the list when yeah. it comes to substitution because they they have that sort of squad yeah. they don't yeah yeah i, I agree with that i mean i and I, i'm just tying into what kaushik said i mean maybe he he just nailed it on the head and he said that you know um you know basically he's a, he's alluding to the, to the fact that we don't We don't. The statistics are not la- that high because Klopp doesn't have the kind of personnel to bring on, uh, compared to say Pep Guardiola, Conte, and Mozi Mourinho, who spent all this money. They've got people to come on as a direct replacement, even for an effect- ineffective player on the pitch. Um, yep. You know, so the fact that Klopp doesn't do it, it shows that he doesn't have the options. So I think. Kaushik, you, you... And hence my point to that uh, West article as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Dortmund had KL and uh, Bender; they were natural defensive players. We don't have anyone, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, Kaushik, yeah. I think you you kind of nailed this point, but just don't get too cocky, okay? <laughs> sure, Joe. Sure. Don't, don't be this week. Don't. Okay, can I bring up a point here, Joe? Yep. Uh, Since FSG took over Liverpool, our 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 net spend's been very very low. It's been 164 million British pounds. That's that's less than uh. Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, and Manchester City. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to end this discussion here because this one is probably going to take another two hours. <laughs> Just this one point alone. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm mindful of the fact that this show is supposed to be a scum preview game, and we are fifty fifty minutes plus, and we still haven't talked about the scum preview. <laughs> oh my! We're just we're just bashing our squad. <laughs> no, we're not bashing our squad. We're critically analyzing it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, guys, um, we are going to take a short musical break, but when we return, I promise. I promise you that we are indeed going to look forward to the weekend game against the Scum at Anfield. But um, while we go, we need to feed the Salak. We'll be right back.
So it's um, rather disturbing that the referee for Liverpool versus Manchester United is Martin Atkinson. Uh, it's the same referee that took charge of the game when we played them in 2015 where he sent off Steven Gerrard for stamping on Ander Herrera, also known aka as the cunt. So he's now been, uh, Martin Atkinson is known as the Howard Webb Light, so uh, confirmed as the referee in charge of Liverpool uh, this weekend. Um, <laughs> why does these things happen to us? Why do they, can't we ever, ever catch a break? Can't we ever, ever catch a break? <sighs> That's basically the thrill of being in. He needs, my, you know, Duncan Castles as his linesman now. <laughs> Duncan Castles as his linesman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, okay. Um, wow. Um, United have a fair uh, bit of injury crisis, right? So, um, uh, Sideshow Bob version 2.0, Marwan Fellaini, Fellaini is out. That's good, right? That's good, right? That he's yeah. not playing. Yeah. yeah, I never yeah. thought you'd be saying this, but yeah, that's good. Yeah, good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we know Paul Pogba is obviously out long-term injury. Uh, he's not playing. You know, Michael Carrick is again also not available. However, Ander Herrera will probably be available uh, alongside Nemanja Matic. Um, who else plays? Who else plays? Um, Lukaku. Okay, Lukaku. Lukaku is injured, I think. No. Uh, oh, did he play in... Uh, that's today, isn't it? <laughs> Martin said that someone called him at uh, 3 a.m. in the morning to say that do not play Lukaku. <laughs> what? what do you mean? There was a tweet that was going around. <laughs> Roberto Martin has got a call at 3 a.m. Someone told him do not play Lukaku in the match. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, it's probably, Lukaku, I think Jones, uh, Jones is a doubt as well. Is he? Yeah, I confirm. Not entirely sure. I read, I read a few days back that he is a doubt as well. Okay. Okay, so yeah. So we will, we will know later. I mean, uh, when Belgium plays Cyprus, right? So, Cyprus, right. Um, well, to be honest with you, they play Cyprus, so he doesn't. They don't really need to play. Um, they don't really need to play um, Lukaku, right? I would have thought so. Anyway, so. Unless they want to beat Cyprus 10 nil or something. Um, so, okay. Um, but it does seem, generally speaking, that... Uh, okay, is it a fair statement to say? Uh, you can agree, disagree or agree with me. Uh, is it fair to say that it is a good time to be playing United? Fully um, disagree. Fully Not disagree. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's more it's more to do with Mourinho than scums. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're saying that he's going to revert to type. And, yeah, and that's the way he has always done against us. You know, just uh, even even last season, you know, we were uh, thrashing teams around. Uh, but when we played them, they almost had the chance to win it with Ibrahimovic uh, heading wide, and they could have easily you know gone away with a one 0 win. And you know him, you know how. You know how he feels about Liverpool, I and mean, he wanted the job, but Rafa got it. And since then, he's he has been bitter about us uh, ever since. Mm. And uh, he always sets his team up, you know, not to get beat 
against big teams and he'll do that again he'll just you know hope that one chance falls to marshall or lukaku or mkhitaryan and maybe they can finish it off mm-hmm. like ferguson did during the 2004 2008 season mm-hmm. there were lots of games where they came to anfield and rooney scored one goal or fletcher got one or brown got one and mourinho does the same thing he he'll just look for that one goal and then he'll shut up shop yeah fuck up us um this is this is manchester united's first big game of the season so mm. i think i don't i don't know what actually mourinho is going to do but when you look at the whole picture even if manchester united have a big big injury crisis there are just two th- two people to fear one jose mourinho and two david de gea getting past david de gea is going to be very hard and eric bailey in that central defense role he is one of one he is one of the best center backs in the league right now mm-hmm. i think for 30 million cent, uh, eric bailey was a, he has been a wonderful signing by jose mourinho i think we needed a defender of that kind someone who is very much aggressive you know that sort of a defender is what we actually need okay um any fear on uh, lukaku finally showing up for the big game I'm really scared. I don't want love. I don't want love in anyone here, Lukaku. Man, I'm so scared right now. Well, wait, 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 to be, well, Lukaku has been in Lovren's pocket for for quite a while right now. That's uh, there's oh, there's only one unfortunate thing though. Lovren's pockets are full of painkillers at the moment, so there's no space for anything else in there. <laughs> that's a good one, Joe. That's a good one. So, um. I don't know. I mean, we we know that he's the criticism um um uh, towards Lukaku uh, when he was playing for the Blue Blue Roses. Um is that he never showed up. He's a flat track bully, right? So but he mm-hmm. never shows up for the big games. So this is his one chance. He's been banging them in. He's been on fire. I mean, let's be honest, right? But so this is his one chance to prove once and for all that he can do it at the top 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 level against a big team. Would you think uh, that he was, was going to go out there? And, hey, sorry, it was more to do with the quality uh, around him. Around uh, him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everton because they, they didn't have that sort of quality to provide him with the other chances. This comes to, you know, maybe they, he'll. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he'll get just one opportunity. Now, you know, I don't know if uh, the fans bank on him to score that goal or not. But I think he'll he'll definitely get that one opportunity, like Ibrahimovic did last season. Mm-hmm. even he'll get that one chance where you know either he makes it or breaks it yeah mkhitaryan's been delivering a lot of assists this season already i think lukaku is going to get that get a very good chance mm-hmm. i don't know if uh, yeah i mean if if we're letting shelby split our defense with his passes then mkhitaryan should have like a breeze even anthony, even anthony martial mm-hmm. he's he's There's been in lots top. of pace there yeah Okay. Um, okay. What, what would you? Okay. Um, okay. Given the choice um, between Manchester United setting up their stall for technically setting up their stall for this game, if we were to choose between parking the bus, them parking the bus. I mean, Manchester United parking the bus, or them attacking us. Okay, with panache and all that. Which would you choose, Amir? They, for me they are going to park the bus that's it are you which would, mean, no which would you prefer we, which would you prefer that they do oh absolutely they, you know they come come at us okay. come at me bro 
uh, but uh, you know if you you know Mourinho is not going to do that but uh, i think yeah, plus I, i'm i'm you know a bit fearful of us using a high line yep. uh, with marshall rashford they they have possess some good pace uh, he's going to park the bus he's going to play a, a very 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 uh, he's uh, you know I, i don't know if they are going to play high line or uh, they're going to be whatever but i just don't want us to play high line against them because you know you you know the tendency of lovren going into tackles and going to, into flying headers and uh, flying challenges uh, lukaku just one turn and he'll be away mm-hmm. so i don't want us to play high line plus i i would prefer that uh, mourinho actually for once goes out and plays proper football against us mm-hmm. you know we'll end up thrashing them 10 nil well oh. you know how it is with these games right we actually need some luck right a lot of it a lot of it in my experience there is no such thing as luck <laughs> oh come on rithik i know i mean i i just gave it to him i handed it handed it handed it to him on a silver platter he had to he had to use that i mean i was like if he's not going to use it, i'm going to go over there through the microphone and slap him on the head <laughs> <laughs> okay rithik um no such thing as luck so Uh, who what would you choose as a strategy if you, you know if they were to park the bus or they were to attack us which would you prefer uh, i would uh, to be honest i would not prefer the both i would prefer something in between if they i, I think if they they are mm-hmm. wonderfully and a wonderful attacking force so far they have depicted that that this season already mm-hmm. so uh, to be honest i am a bit fearful of their attack right now and if they park the bus we're not going to go through their bus definitely we're not going to go through their bus we're not going to beat that defense so they play a balanced game you know somewhere in the middle i think we're going to avoid their weaknesses okay okay kaushik how do you see he had the, he sorry sorry sir yeah, but sorry. he had the best attack in madrid when he was the manager and hmm. he parked the bus even then <laughs> So, a lot nah, I don't. I don't see him taking him <laughs> uh, taking us on. I mean, if you think Mourinho is going to come all out at you, and then I, I definitely think it's a trap. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Having, having said that, I mean, I I would have him, you know, attack us. You know, we're better at the counter. You know, I remember the Arsenal game where uh, Origi sets off and Van Aldem scores the goal, mm-hmm. the winning goal actually. I mean, the goal to put us three one. and i think you know someone has to save our skins in this comes game and, <laughs> okay and i think it's going to be coutinho and this time he will actually beat the hair i feel it's just an intuition i mean okay. if it happens i'm happy who do you, who do you oof wow okay let's talk about formations let's talk let's talk okay who would you who is going to lead mine for you would you go for the storage experiment again oh no 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 Okay, you seem quite convinced there. Okay, who would you, would you give Solanke? There's been rumors that Solanke might get a chance actually to start this game. Would you want that? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Well, he scored he scored in the um, England under 23s, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. He's he's, he's been putting them away. And I mean, do you remember last season when uh, Trent, you know, came back, came on for, like yeah. uh, the United game? Yeah. He put up a really good performance, and I think you know something about this comes game, you know, it brings out the best in newcomers. Mm-hmm. Should you know you should give him a go, Solanke. I mean, he's worth a shout. 
I mean, if he's above Origi in the pecking order and if he is above Sturridge as well, then there's something about him. We should see that, you know. Okay, okay. But Rithwik, tell tell us a little bit about Sturridge then. Um, last season we started Sturridge at Anfield, and I think he didn't do anything particularly. Mm-hmm. So starting Sturridge wouldn't be a very good idea. I would go with Alex Oxley Chamberlain for Sadio Mane. Direct swap, is it? Yeah, direct swap. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Amir, how would you, how would you, how would you line up the team? Yeah, uh, as I said before, it will be a standard club lineup: uh, Firmino, Coutinho, Salah uh, up top, uh, Hando, Gini, and Chan. You know, midfield three. And defense, I don't know. He changes it a lot, so I don't know what who's going to start or not. Okay, but if you if you had a chance to 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 to, to uh, make the team yourself, how how would you set it up? Uh, I would go with uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. Okay. Matip, Lovren, Robertson. Yeah. Mix behind him. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with Hando. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go with uh, Chan. Yeah. Coutinho. Oxley Chamberlain, Firmino, and Salah. Yes, that's uh, for four three three. Four three three, yeah. Okay. Oof, hmm. that's uh, interesting. Okay, um, okay. Let's get to the let's get to the predictions then. Okay, uh, Rithik, you you actually predicted this uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, or two weeks ago. You actually yeah. you said two something two nil two nil two one. ஒருத்தர் Okay. Kaushik has won this game, huh? I think Kaushik, you win this game, mate. Yeah, you're really very good, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. He's a young Padawan, you know, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no one got that reference. No, not at all. Idiots. <laughs> okay, okay. 2-0 with a clean sheet. Uh, Linda's going to love you, mate. Linda's going to love you. Okay, um, um, Kaushik, prediction time. I don't know, man. I'm going for a 1-1. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Amir? Yeah, same. Uh, one, one. Or nil, nil. But nil, nil. Wow. We will concede. We will concede. We will concede. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, the risk of having my head chopped off, um, I am actually going for a draw as well. Um, the only thing is that I'm kind of confused in terms of the scoreline. Uh, I'm actually... in between going for something that's scoreless or a low scoring draw to a high scoring draw um so i'm a little bit confused a little bit by that but um but hey heck um you know if there's one if there's any chance at all for this for this season to go over the little blip of sleepwalk september and to come into uh, an ostentatious october Um heck I'm going to say Liverpool to win 2-1. Oh. Uh, apparently I'm not the brightest lightsaber in the galaxy too. 
at least you didn't call a clean sheet joe but but yeah <laughs> <laughs> after that i need to be encased in carbonite like hans han solo what's up joe <laughs> We've lost half the audience already. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, we have to come to an end to this show. Thank you very much for joining me. Um, well, let's hope. Um, thank you. Yeah, let's let's hope we get a good result because we really, really need it. Then, uh, thank you, listener, for listening in, and um, hope you'll tune in to our next show and talk to you all really, really soon. Take care, guys. Bye. <laughs> It was great at the very start Hands on each other Couldn't stand to be far apart Closer the better Now we're picking fights